the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs twenty-five sixteen. Hast thou found honey? Eat so much as is sufficient for thee, lest thou be filled therewith and vomit it. Moderation in all things. Too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. Extreme use of anything is abuse. God and Solomon want you to maximize the use of things in life by not overusing any of them. This is an important rule of wisdom and success for your life. God created honey as a sweet gift for your taste, and it's also good for your body. Yet too much of it can overwhelm your senses and make you sick to your stomach. When you find something pleasant in life, use it prudently for its intended purpose, or it could become a snare to your soul, or you end up hating it in the end. Every man's honey is something different. What is yours? What is sweet to your taste, but tempts you to overindulge in it? What is your honey? It is your duty to identify what pleasures captivate you the most and tempt you to be intemperate with them. You need to learn to be very disciplined with them. What is your honey? You should eat only a little. Honey is good and pleasant. Honey isn't forbidden. It's God's gift. Be thankful for it. But too much is not good. How can something so good make you vomit? By proving that excess is bad. Excess, which is using something too much, shows good things have limited uses. Use them only until they're sufficient for your needs, to their intended purpose, and not beyond. It's a good rule for your life. Godly richly, God richly gives his children all things to enjoy. But all those things must be used in moderation. He is not watching from a distance to see how we treat his gifts, as many imagine. The Lord is at hand. He made man upright and gave him gifts, but man has sought out many inventions against his creator. And one such invention is excess. This generation loves excess. They are proud to be extreme. Christians should avoid such immoderation. God's gifts of food and drink have been abused to destroy souls. Gluttony and drunkenness overcharge men's stomachs and their hearts. Young men gorge until they vomit. Drunkards do the same and then sleep in it. They sin against this proverb. The wisdom here is mainly moral and spiritual, yet it also contains nutritional advice. Honey and other simple or refined carbohydrates are a principal cause of obesity and other maladies affecting human health. With prosperity, supplying an endless variety, an amount of sugars and carbohydrates, an excessive society can gorge to a diabetic epidemic. Consider other pleasant gifts that God's given in order to grasp this lesson. God gave bread to make hearts strong. But overeating bread, cereal, pasta, cookies, cakes, chips, crackers, pizza, and other grain products will destroy the heart. Think about that. 
God gave bread to make strong the heart, but an overindulgence in bread products can destroy the heart. God gave wine to make hearts glad, but drunkenness is a sin of excess that can cause horrible heartache. Solomon commended eating and drinking for strength rather than for pleasure. There is pleasure in eating, but it should not dominate. And he commended those nations with policies and examples of temperance in their eating. The all-you-can-eat buffets may be a nice blessing for variety that they offer, but they are a curse for the man given to appetite. You should eat to satisfy hunger and promote health. Can you believe? Enough is as good as a feast. Can you believe those words? Enough is as good as a feast. What about marriage? It is a great gift from God for companionship and love, but you should live without it consuming your life. What about hobbies and entertainment? They can be pleasant diversions, but too much emphasis and they bring poverty and waste precious time. What about bodily exercise? It has a little profit, but extremes will cost you your soul by leaving more important matters undone. What about righteousness and wisdom? Can you have too much of these things? Yes, you can, when they're misapplied. Solomon warned against excesses of either wisdom or righteousness, but he was referring to men like the Pharisees of Jesus' day. Consider sex. It is one of life's sweet pleasures, tasted and enjoyed in marriage only, and then only within godly constraints. If it is emphasized out of place or out of order or out of priority, its desires will consume the single person, and it will distort a marriage into selfish practices. The wonderfully pleasant expression of love can easily become a painful ritual of bitterness. The proverb may also be applied to friends. Too much of even friends is too much. If you are obsessive in relationships, you will lose friends because they cannot bear or keep up with your excess. The good gift of friendship, if it's pressed to excess, will turn to hatred, and then you have ruined another good blessing by your overindulgence in it. Excessive indulgence in any pleasure dulls the appetite and enjoyment of that thing, so that you need greater and greater amounts to give you the original pleasure. This is an important rule of experience. The more fine food you eat, the less you enjoy that special dinner out. The more you travel for business, the less you enjoy the getaway with your wife. It is a simple lesson of experience that too much of anything steals much of its pleasure. Viewing women other than your wife, which is a sin in itself, will reduce pleasure from your wife. Pornography will not enhance her or your appreciation of her. Once you start this sin, you will need greater and greater stimulation to get the same pleasure you once easily had with her. Having dulled your senses and enjoyment, you have to then dip deeper into the sewer of excess and drink longer there to find the original sinful pleasure. Sin lies as it takes you down to hell especially when you overindulge in it. Christian reader, what is your honey? In moderation, 
Your honey is good, but in excess it is sinful. What is your honey? Is it eating? Family? Drinking? Working? Marriage? Hobbies? Exercise? Sex? Or something else? What is it? You will have the greatest temptations to be intemperate with those things that are sweet and pleasant to you. What is your honey? You must identify these weights or sins so you can lay them aside to successfully run your Christian race. Once you identify the honey or honeys in your life, how much pleasure should you seek in using them? Until you are sick? Oh no, you have gone way too far. Godly temperance and moderation avoid excess, so you must stay safely back from the sinful line. In fact, sincere persons will consider, and I speak metaphorically, cutting their throats, cutting off hands, or plucking out eyes in order to avoid even the temptation to excess. There is honey for the Christian that has no limit, and it is free, and you may delight in its fatness. You should read about it in Isaiah 55, 1-5. It is the wonderful facts of the gospel. Lady Wisdom also offers bread, wine, and a furnished table. And there you will not be sick or disappointed by eating as much as you can. Fill yourself today with both the gospel and with wisdom. You should also seek to be filled with all the fullness of God, in which there is great blessing. You can also, in good conscience, desire the best gifts in the church, and then serve better than any of them by learning true charity. Choose good honey for your life. Let this prayer be your prayer. O Lord, fill me with your Spirit until I am filled to overflowing, and then give me a little more.